the human-centric podcast the podcast all about the talents of today and tomorrow presented by deutsche telekom hello everyone and welcome to the human-centric podcast I have the delight today of introducing the first of two episodes where we will be exploring kind of grassroots phenomenons that are pretty unique to Deutsche Telekom. I can't wait to take you into these people that we're going to meet here. If passion ever had a, a kind of place where it started growing, this is it, <laughs> guys. So listen up for real people who actually care about what they do for a living and about even the future of their company. Today, we're visiting this guy called Shaquille Avan, and Shaquille actually was the founding father of this phenomenon called Lex. And what is Lex? It's an international employee network in which colleagues share their knowledge with other colleagues. It's like a peer-to-peer -peer learning thing, as far as I understand. It's based on volunteerism, it's based on commitment, and it's based on collegiality, which is some of the phenomenons we explore in this episode. It has become quite a little success. You'll hear more about that too. And yeah, it's just a little gem, isn't it, Svetlana? It is. And I would say this episode is about how to create a change and how to create a movement inside the organization for a good purpose. Yes. And as we speak, what they've created here is actually being copied outside, guys. So have a quick listen and enjoy. Welcome to the Human Centric Podcast. And it's me, Svetlana, looking uh, inside out from Deutsche Telekom. And Hannah is here with me from Oslo, looking into the corporate world outside in. And I'm very honored and I'm very pleased to have a guest, Shaquille Aval, who is here with us. And who is Shaquille? Shaquille is IT professional in Deutsche Telekom. And if I would describe him with one word, it would be passion. And I think passion led Shaquille to create one of the largest, I would say the largest community uh, in Deutsche Telekom. And this community is about learning and knowledge sharing. And the community went even beyond this, known and famous, not just in Deutsche Telekom, but also in the outside world. Shaquille, welcome. Thank you, Svetlana. Happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Shaquille, it's so good because I can see you there by the microphone that you look like you are so experienced with being on podcasts by now. Are you doing quite a few of them these days, huh? We we did quite a few in the recent past, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I must say, I've just got to start by saying congratulations. I'm so eager to dive into the topic that is here today of this phenomenon that has started, this Lex phenomenon. And just to get us going somewhere, can you, because it's so clear to us that you are passionate, like Svetlana already said, about this phenomenon. Take us to your passion. What is it that is so important for you in here? I think the most important part for me is that I'm somehow able to contribute to this company, you know, to add value, would probably describe it best. And not only that, we are also helping people. We're giving a stage mm. to people who were probably looking for a stage. We're finding talents, hidden diamonds, and this feels really good to be part of this, yeah, let's call it a success story where we find great people who wanted to be found and are able to share their knowledge and make other people great as well. 
I am the outside alibi here. I'm not actually part of Deutsche Telekom and I'm being the curious onlooker. If I take the perspective of everyone who doesn't work for Deutsche Telekom, if you were to explain Lex to me just with a couple of easy sentences, what the heck is going on? What is Lex? Well, Lex is showing that there's a lot of power at Deutsche Telekom. There was probably a time mm. where we did not really know where this power was. And we are here to show where the power is and make that power, this knowledge, accessible in a very easy, fast, simple way. So this is about learning from experts and it's like peer learning. Am I right? That's what it is. And some people sometimes get scared of the word expert saying, I'm not an expert. How can I be an expert? And I tell them, do you know <laughs> something? Would you like to share it? Welcome to the world of experts. We're not looking for professionals. We're looking for nice people who know something and want to help and share what they know about. I just love this so much. And I love the enthusiasm that is like surrounding this whole project. It's not just beaming from you. It's beaming from all the others, isn't it? Also who are digging in here. Is Lex, the phenomenon such as Lex, important, extra important in the times that we are in? I think we started way ago to do what is really helping now because, you know, once Corona started, we had everything on hand. We had digital mm. knowledge sharing already in place and we were really fast to set up even exchange calls where people could just come in and talk about their current problems and find help and share problems. Mm. And this also helped. So we came up with a lot of voluntary offers from colleagues by colleagues, for other colleagues, in English, in German. We had regular calls. They were really, really successful in the beginning. We also helped to show people how to use these digital tools, which became the new normal. You know, before maybe you were using a pen and a piece of paper, you know, mm. the whiteboard was really on the wall. And now you had to use a digital whiteboard suddenly, or a tool called Microsoft OneNote, which you were not familiar with. And we had those easy, accessible knowledge, these learning sessions open to everybody and hundreds of colleagues came and learned in a fast and easy way and now are using those tools successfully. It's just amazing. I want to sign on for at least one of those classes. It sounds like we all need this stuff these days, don't we? And so there's a spirit in here that I want to take us to. How would you describe the philosophy, the spirit that lies at the heart of this project? I think it's just three words. Sharing is caring and yeah. people who love to share take somehow care of other colleagues and it's somehow blossoming. I should not use this word. We used to use this word. We're somehow infecting people yeah, with this sharing yeah. culture, <laughs> but it's a positive infection. And um, we see a lot of people. What can I tell you? You know, those one guy said, I saw my colleague doing a session on this. Yeah, if he can do it, I can do it as well. I said, let's go for it. <laughs> yeah, this is a nice story of people in calls suddenly find out that they also know something about it. And then they take over in the call or yeah. create another call and help the person who was having the call. So there is no competition in this. It's like luck. When you share luck, it doesn't get less. Yeah. And this is actually um, the phenomenon which is behind this. Like I told you, the stage for people, come forward, share what you know help others, and the thankfulness. You know, in our calls, I mean, how can I tell you? I also did on the training on the job 
you went to another mm -hmm. city, suddenly you find yourself with 30 other people in a room and half of them are like, you know, you thought they got punished. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Um, in yes. our calls, you can just feel in the WebEx call, even though you don't see the people, there's some kind of a positive energy that they came voluntarily. They want okay. to learn. You You are saying so many important things right now. I'm going to kind of try and roll back the film and try and highlight some of them. If I interpret you correctly, part of what you're addressing is that when people dare to take the microphone, dare to share their knowledge, even as you say, it could be really creepy to be called an expert, right? Who wants to be called an expert? It's really creepy. And then yet when you dare to share, then what happens is we actually we stop combating each other and, and there's a spirit of generosity. That's what it is. That, I could not have said it better. That is so darn interesting. That is very interesting to me because it means we can use this, you know, sometimes you talk about the rat race at work, right? And how we're all kind of beating to get to the top and everything. And this sounds like a good medicine against that kind of fear or thinking. Yep. That's what it is. You know, it's like, you know, being part of somebody else's success. And just feel like you're also successful. And, oh, and, God. Yeah. I want this to go everywhere. <laughs> so, Come to and legs. I know that's it. That I do know that some people out there have heard about this phenomenon and they have started copying you guys. Isn't that so? Yeah. I mean, copying doesn't really sound nice. You know, they are doing okay, the nice, same yeah. thing in a nice way in their environments. We have colleagues within this company creating smaller. Mm -hmm. Lex communities because they say the other one's too big and we just want to let's say stay in our de technical department and the things we teach to others are just valuable to our colleagues it's not a close yeah. group but it makes sense and we have also colleagues from outside of Deutsche Telekom for example at Audi Volkswagen maybe Commerzbank very soon in Switzerland Halsana they have also created Lexus yeah And we also meeting wow. and exchanging on how to work together, share stories and ideas, how to actually use synergies. Wow. And the best would be an ideal world would be maybe no silos, no borders. You know, our people from Deutsche Telekom holding sessions at Audi, their people coming to our company, teaching us, you know, how they do things. And we learn from each other and yeah. not sharing secrets from the company but sharing just methods, the way we work and, you know, become so, one big learning world. So if anyone's listening in for the first time, I can share straight away that this is part of why I'm so proud to be part of this Deutsche Telekom podcast, because you guys are actually choosing to share even this, aren't you? This is actually published to the whole world, which is, I think, such an act of generosity, trying to just create a conversation. So that's part of a phenomenon. That's part of what we're moving into here, isn't it? How knowledge is no longer something you can hold on to because it's going to die fast anyway. Everything we know is like fresh produce these days and is recyclable. But sharing creates a more intelligent conversation and it helps us all to move forward. As an external consultant, you know, someone who delivers in a way knowledge to any organization, I find exactly the same thing. I find it so important that we are all generous these days. None of us know the truth. We all co-create it the whole time, right? Oh, well, okay. Thank you. So you're telling me that the, when people are copying it around the, the company and even inside your company, it doesn't make you feel threatened? No. In one way, of course, first you think, hey, what is going on? Why are they doing this? Why don't we all come together? But in the next moment, yeah. you think it makes sense. And then we are cooperating yes. with these colleagues. 
We said, you know, learn from our mistakes and we are cooperating with them. There is sharing and there is caring mm-hmm. and we help each other. They even share the experts and it's working fine. So, I mean, it's totally fine. I'm thinking in our first podcast episodes of human-centric podcasts, we explored what is a talent. And on one of those, you know, elements of the definition was multiplying your knowledge, really being mm. able to share and being generous to others. And it can be in different forms. It can be coaching, mentorship, being present, having a session in Lexington here. And I find it really fascinating because um, Shaquille started not a project. It's not an initiative, but it's, it's a movement. So it's a movement, it's a community, uh, and it's a movement that goes beyond Deutsche Telekom. But practically, Shaquille, if you explain how does it work? So is it a platform? Is it, uh, you know, is it some kind of group? Is it a LinkedIn? You know, what is it? And if I want to share my knowledge about, for example, talent management, how can I do it? Well, we have a platform within this company. We have a social enterprise network. So we are using a tool which is already introduced and accessible to each and everybody. So we did not introduce a new tool. It's open to each and everybody. So everybody can join. And um, on one way, it's a platform. On the other way, of course, it's a movement. Then it's a service. However you look at it. And it's open to each and everybody. You are more than welcome to come and join Lex and do a session and tell us about the talent program, which would be really nice because in this way you could also reach out to colleagues who are maybe not that familiar or maybe colleagues who are not in Bonn, maybe don't get to see these things in an easier way than colleagues maybe working in a tea shop or in a call center or, you know, friends from the technical departments, making sure that the client connections are all up and running. And we really encourage people because it takes courage to take part. Not everybody's, first of all, willing to share. Yeah, And then the other problem is also that not everybody feels that he is maybe allowed to share because we have to really set up this learning mentality. I mean, I think this is a very important topic that people feel like sharing, also feel like learning. Yeah, Am I also part of this? Can I take part? Who do I have to ask? Yeah, Is this going to get paid for or is this off time? Is it working out? So there are many open questions also connected to this. Nevertheless, everybody is more than welcome to come in and share any topic he likes to share. We have Agile in 60 minutes. We also have laughter yoga. We have after work sessions like boxing, self-defense, and there's much more in planning. And once COVID is done, we will also start meeting physically. We have sketch notes groups all over the magenta world in different cities where people come together and learn how to draw together. And that's really, that's so nice. You know, I'm getting goosebumps. Unfortunately, you cannot see it, but it feels <laughs> feel good to be part of this movement. Yeah. You know, people call me the founder. Yeah. I feel just one tiny part of this because it takes these people to do this session. I'm like maybe the gardener. The platform is the garden, but the nice flowers, these are the people who are taking part and especially the beautiful flowers are those who are doing sessions. And how many members do you have, Shaquille? The numbers are really climbing. It's getting more and more day by day. And currently, the last time I looked today, it was 19,250 members. So we really had a big increase in one week by 250 members. We never had that. And um, we have more than 20,000 followers members and followers it's a technical question so members are people who can actively take part edit content in the platform 
So you could say we have we have maybe over 19,000 possible session owners, yeah, people who can wow. create content if they want to. This is amazing. And also looking at what is happening in the fields of education. So education becomes really democratized. Yeah, look what happens uh, with Coursera giving open access to people, to all kinds of people and societies in here. And uh, it's changing the way we think about learning and education per se. What are your views, Shaquille, on the future of learning and education? I personally think and I hope that learning will become a more private matter, that people will really see learning as an opportunity to grow and not always put it on, let's call it the employer, you know. If you want to grow, you got to do something. Let's say if you're a sportsman, you want to become better in your sports, you got to train. It's the same thing here. We call it learning. Yeah, You want to grow, you have to learn. And it's also your self-responsibility. Most of us are really active. You know, they run marathons. You know, they play soccer, uh, play tennis. And all these people who do it, let's say, more than a hobby, they know, you know, it's hard work. It takes hmm. a lot of training. And the more I train, even in my off time, uh, the better I will get. And not just look at what is internally offered, you know, it doesn't matter if it's Coursera mm -hmm. or Lex. Also, you know, there's a lot of knowledge on YouTube. There's a lot of knowledge, you know, maybe talk to your neighbors, talk to people, you know, read newspapers, anything. You can, I just said it this morning, you know, some people say you cannot not communicate. I would say you cannot not learn. Yeah. You're always making experiences you're always learning if you want to or if you don't want to and if you do it in an active way you can just get better yeah i had this example in my life because i really love knitting you know knitting like creating sweaters and stuff and then suddenly i realized there's been a revolution because in the old days it was really hard to know how to knit and there's all these different stitches and all of this stuff to it right and now that's kind of been all exploded out into a whole new universe because you can just go online and there's all these brilliant tutorials and they're even without sound. It's just the image of a girl knitting or a man knitting, right? So this thing, it's taking the hierarchy out of learning. I would, I would yeah? like to add something else. There's also something, we have so many opportunities today that we just take it maybe for granted or just don't notice it. Yeah, my father yeah. used to tell me, you know, he grew up in Pakistan. He used to tell us, you know, in our old days, we used to sit under the street lamp and learn. Yeah, because we had no electricity. You guys have so many opportunities. Why don't mm. you use them? And I mm. think that's not untrue. Yeah. And um, we need to grab it and we need to be thankful and really use it. Because you never know if some of these things are still available tomorrow. So just make the best use out of it and also share. Share and tell others about it, what you learned, and encourage them also to learn. God, you're inspiring. So you're saying that you've got goosebumps. We've got goosebumps with you, Shaquille. <laughs> it's like, I think there's a lot of growth mindset for me in here. There's a lot of Carol Dweck. Look at the TED Talk if you haven't seen it yet. It's uh, the whole idea of curiosity and of flexibility and of lifelong learning and using whatever possibility you have to stay curious. It's so easy to say that, and it's so hard the older we get and the more experience we have and the more titles we have. You know, when you get to a certain level, like if you're in the C-suite, you're supposed to know it all. There shouldn't be any question marks anymore. And I so, so 
think what you're doing here is challenging that. And I love it. And I love you for that. I think it's really, really touching to listen to. And so I know that you hate talking about yourself, Shaquille, and you keep kind of going, it's not about me, it's about the movement. And I totally agree. And then still, I have to take us there because I am curious. I'm really, really sorry to do this to you because I have you just kind of tell us. What I'm leaving. is I'm leaving the story? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm holding Shaquille here. <laughs> <laughs> How can we go there without you getting too embarrassed? You need to tell us your story. Yes, please ask your questions. I'll tell you everything. Okay. So you started off working where? You were in Deutsche Telekom when you had the idea. Take us to that place and situation and tell us the story of how it came about. It started in 2017. In 2017, I was working for Deutsche Telekom IT and I was a member of the transformation program which got introduced in that year. And it's called IT in Motion. It's still in place. And I was a member of one of those streams. We had how streams, how do we work and what are we working on? And um, I was a member of the core team learning. And we were 14 mm -hmm. people out of five different countries. And the meeting started, they were once a month, they started in summer. And in our third meeting, the topic was, let's find topics we want to work on. So this was our task to find topics we wanted to work on. So there was no top from the top, somebody telling us, you got to work on this, this, and this and that. And my colleagues, you know, they came up with some great topics like expert career, business English, and so on and so forth. And I was sitting there and was like, hey, I want to also name a topic. And suddenly, you know, a light went up in my head, you know, like the Lex light. And, and I was like, wait a moment, I got a topic. I've seen that you guys are struggling with the use of our social enterprise network. I know somebody who can help us. And let me just prepare something. In our next meeting, I'll just show you what I did. And this was the, do you call it the bird? The hour, whatever. This the was birth. the, yeah, of, yes. of Lex, you know, a little yeah. tiny movement group for 20 people. And we never thought that it will become this big. So, Actually, the basic idea was to provide an expert list of people. I call them the nice people who know something and like to share something. And this is how everything started. Oh, what a story of inspiration right there. So the idea that you actually just started and it just came into your head. Yeah, just started. There was no project. You got to do this. There was nobody saying how to do it. The first six, seven, eight, nine months, you know, I was just doing it by myself. And then suddenly colleagues came and because it just got bigger and after the first few successes more colleagues joined voluntarily and we all worked voluntarily on this and it just started there was never a plan you know where to go how to do it and from hmm. people who started using it we got the ideas what else to add and how to make it bigger and better and interestingly enough you know again Shaquille was doing it in the free time Yeah, beyond the regular work he had. Wow. And I think he's one of the people that who says, thanks God, it's Monday. You know, <laughs> not Friday, <laughs> yes, but Monday. I get because, that. You know, when you yeah. love what you do, you're really in the flow. And I think that's you, Shaquille. So Shaquille, you've just told us that you're very happily married and you have three beautiful kids at home. So it's not as though you don't want to be with your family, but you still absolutely love working. I do. And they feel it at home. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I have to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So we could have another podcast about work-life balance for sure. But in the meantime, here you are actually wanting to volunteer your time. So I'm going back to where our conversation started. Like there's a real 
unbelievable passion in you, Shaquille. It's not for show. It seems to be absolutely real. It is. And am I right in, if I interpret you a little, I think that that passion is linked to this idea of taking away the hierarchy and the fear out of learning. Yeah, I think it's maybe a bit more than that. You know, I like to share Say more. and I like to help. And I have learned it in my first part-time job. You know, I did not have good, how do you call this in German? They call this Einarbeitung, training on the job. Yeah. Yeah. And on the I job just training, swore yeah. to myself, you know, whenever I'll have a chance, I'll make sure the people I'm going to train, they will never complain. And, you know, from this is my story and I made sure that all the people I trained, you know, I told them, you know, you can always ask me something. And if I get mad at some point, tell me, you said, hey, you can always ask me something. Yeah, don't get mad. Mm. And the more you invest in training people, and I was for a very long time, part-time and full-time in the restaurant business, you know, the more you really get out of it. And it's the same here. And I also say, you know, in our world today, we cannot really afford to have people working on topics if they don't fully feel like, you know, they know what they're doing. We all need to make sure that they know what they're doing. Otherwise, you know, we're all losing. This is where I so hope that you are right. And that's in saying that in the future, in post-COVID landscapes out there in the corporate world and in the organizations, I hope that the days are over when we sit back all fat and happy and kind of go, oh, another corporate training. Oh, how boring. Right. And we actually make sure that our trainings are purposeful and useful and efficient and that they do indeed help us learn and help us grow and help us get to the next level. So that's part of the revolution you're creating here. And that feels really exciting to me. So if we kind of dare to look into the future, if we try and kind of pretend as though we have a big crystal bowl in front of us and uh, we're able to look into it, five years from now, what could Lex be? What has it created? See, we have more than 200,000 employees all over the world. And I would say we won't stop until everybody knows about Lex. Yeah, so we have now 20,000 followers. So there's a long way to go. And at least they know what it is and then they can still decide how to use it. And of course, you know, we want to connect more to the outside world, invite colleagues from outside of Deutsche Telekom to hold sessions more than now. And also maybe, maybe, you know, we are just creating a new business for Deutsche Telekom. Maybe at some point we can rent those experts, maybe connect it with a product. I would say sky is the limit. Yeah, maybe this is a start. Maybe we're finding coaches, future coaches, future trainers. And let's see how we can make best use of this. And also, you know, we're trying to also stop some kind of brain drain. We started an alumni club at Lex. We want to keep in touch with those colleagues who are now going into pension time, retirement, or who are leaving the company and still want to be in touch with us. And this is also an idea started very small. And we have 20 people now in that little group. And they're doing sessions even after retirement. How cool is that? Yeah. So, Svetlana, this is what we might call a disruption, huh? It is. And I, Isn't I, it? Absolutely. And I'm, you know, I'm listening to Shaquille. First of all, I'm honored to have Shaquille in, in our team. Yeah. But uh, I'm also thinking that there's a bigger purpose behind it. So it's not just 200,000 people in Deutsche Telekom. DT has so much knowledge and technology and expertise and experts. It's also something about society and giving back to people mm. you know, who are out mm. there and sharing knowledge with the outer world. 
And mm. that's what we do in the podcast. But I think what Shaquille is, you know, after with the Lex community has wider and bigger reach as well. I so agree with what you just said. And I just hope, hope, hope that the word can be spread that this idea is actually copied by many. And I love, love, love the idea of what you're saying, Shaquille, that when you hear of it actually being not copied, but replicated or what we shall call it out there, that just makes you happy. I think we're about to uh, finish up this episode and I don't think we can find superlatives enough, Shaquille. I can only say one thing. Can you quit working for Deutsche Telekom and come and work for me instead? Can I steal you? <laughs> Shaquille, say no, no, yeah. <laughs> publicly. See, see, all, I think we'll all somehow turn 100. So after retirement, it's not that far away. I'll come join you, you know, because we'll never stop okay, working. Okay, good plan. Yeah. Yeah. Good plan. Just We've wait a, a bit, you know, after retirement, I'll join you. Yeah. I think we managed to embarrass Shaquille big times in this podcast. Thank I've you. never I've never poached anyone on a podcast before. It's been a pleasure, Shaquille. Best of luck. Thank and you. Soon. Stay strong, stay safe, and uh hope I see you again sometime. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. To find out the deeper meaning of talent and its human aspects in business environments, subscribe to the Human Centric Podcast and stay tuned.